0: Today on episode 213 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, we have part two of how to password protect a file in Windows, and we have a new podcast review, and an interesting new twist on a common scam. (laughs) Welcome to another episode of the computer tutor tips tricks and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk and now here is your computer tutor scott johnson Welcome back to the Computer Tutor Podcast. I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson, and I'm here every Monday morning to show you how to do cool things on your computer. And if you're new to the show, you're going to find that we don't use all the techie language that a lot of other tech podcasts do. And really, this podcast is different from the other ones anyway. They're all talking about news in the tech industry, and that's fine. Like, I just checked a few, and they're talking about Spotify starting a service in Japan, and the Galaxy phone that's exploding, and the new iPhone not having an earphone plug. But, you know, really, you can get all that stuff all the time from a bunch of different places. I try to give you stuff here that's practical that you can use right away on your computer that maybe you didn't know about before. And all of it explained in regular English. And if you have a problem with your computer, you know I'm the guy to call. I do most computer repairs these days remotely, so you don't even have to bring it anywhere. Just give me a call at 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And of course, today's computer tip can be seen at my website if you go over to computertutorflorida.com forward slash 213. So let's get started. You might recall, last Monday, we talked about one way to keep someone from looking at a file or a folder on your computer, and that was to just hide it so it doesn't show up in the list of files and folders. And doing it that way is really easy, but it's just not very secure, because anyone that knows a little something about Windows would be able to find it. But it's a good method in certain situations. Well, today we're talking about a process that's much more secure. For this one, we're not going to hide the file. It's going to be right there in the list, just like all the other ones. But if anyone double-clicks to try to open that file, they won't be able to see it unless they type in the password that you created. There are a few different programs that will enable you to do this, but the one I think does it the best, and actually it also seems to be the easiest one to use, is called AxeCrypt. That's spelled A-X-C-R-Y-P-T, and the website for that program is axcrypt.net. You'll see when you're on that site that there's a section that explains pricing. They do have a free version, and that will probably do what you need it to do. The paid version is about $27 per year. And I say about because it's priced in euros, so it really depends on what the conversion rate is for your currency. There are some extra features in the paid version, but the biggest difference is that the paid version will encrypt and protect entire folders. The free version only encrypts individual files, like a Word document or a spreadsheet or a picture, that kind of thing. That's still okay and workable for a lot of people. If you have a need to encrypt hundreds or thousands of files then you could consider getting the paid version, or you might want to even think about encrypting your entire hard drive. But that's a subject for a whole other show. And as I said, I like AxeCrypt because it's pretty easy to use. There are a few steps involved in getting it set up initially, but it's not difficult at all. And to make it even easier for you, I have the full instructions with, guess what, screenshots, of course, over at computertutorflorida.com slash 213. And actually, there's even more than that on that blog post today. The AxeCrypt people have created a couple of videos that show you how to set up your account and also how to get started using it. So you might want to check that out as well. Both of those videos are on my website right now. First, of course, you have to go to the website axecrypt.net, and you'll see at that page that there's a link at the top for downloading and you need to download the installation file that's appropriate for your computer. And really, this just means 32-bit or 64-bit. For most people, it's going to be 64-bit, unless you're using a really old computer. The installation process is pretty standard, and I was happy to see that it didn't try to sneak in any extra junk during that process. And that kind of makes sense, since their goal really is probably to get you to buy the paid version of the program, and if they infected your computer with stuff on the free version, Probably very few people would even think about paying for it. So you get it installed, and the first time you run it, you have to put in your email address and they verify through a confirmation email that gets sent to you right at that point. They just send you a six-digit code in an email, and you have to enter that code in the program. That means your email address is confirmed. And the next step after that is to create a password. Now this is the password you'll use to encrypt your files. So you can decide how strong you want it to be based on who you want to keep out. You know, if you just want to keep out your five-year-old son from getting into your business expenses spreadsheet, you probably don't need anything real complicated. On the other hand, if you want to keep your nosy spouse, who's also computer savvy, from accessing your Christmas shopping list, you better use a random, unique, and strong password. But you'll need to make sure you can remember it, because if you forget this password, you won't be able to get back into that file. Once you have the password created, you can now sign into your account. So now you can test out this little program. First off, very important, I really recommend creating a test document to play with this while you're first learning it. Like I said earlier, it's not really difficult to learn or to use, but you also don't want to accidentally lock up a file somehow that's critically important. So just create a new Word document or something and save it in your Documents folder. You can even call it something like Top Secret Test File or something like that, just so you know what it is and where it is. All you have to do to encrypt that file is just do a right-click on it and move your cursor down to where it says AxCrypt, and then in the new menu, click on Encrypt. When you do that, it'll pop up a window and ask for your password. If you are already signed in, it'll just encrypt that file. And when it does encrypt the file, you're going to notice a couple of changes just by looking at that file name. First, the icon changes. So if the file is a Word document, it's not going to show the Microsoft Word icon anymore. It's going to show the AxeCrypt icon, which is a little padlock. The other thing it changes is the file extension. Now, those are the three little letters that follow the file name. Now, based on how you have your computer set up, you might not see the file extension letters anyway. But if the file, for example, was initially secret.doc, like if it was a Word document, then it will now be renamed secret-doc.axx. This just means that when you double-click to open it, the AxCrypt program will recognize that and prompt for the password. One thing to keep in mind is this. Once you have encrypted a file, it's a good idea to right-click on that same file again, and this time choose Sign Out, so that you're not always signed into your account. Because what could happen is you could encrypt that file, then a little while later, you walk away from your computer for a few hours, and if your AxCrypt account is still signed in, then anyone could click on your secret file, and it's just going to open automatically without prompting for any password. So whenever you aren't encrypting or decrypting a file, you should stay signed out. Now, was there anything about this program that I don't really care for? Yeah, one thing actually does jump out. If a malicious person gets control of your computer, and they see this file named Important Secret Password List, of course they're going to try to open it and get all your passwords. And, by the way, that's a very bad plan for keeping track of your passwords for this very reason. Of course, if you've encrypted that file, they won't be able to open it. But you know what they can do? They can delete it. That's right. Even though AxeCrypt will block someone from getting into that file unless they know the password, that person can still delete the file, then empty the recycle bin, and unless you have a backup of it somewhere, you've just lost that file. So that's a good thing to keep in mind. AxeCrypt keeps your files from being viewed, but not from being deleted. And if you try out AxeCrypt and find some things that you like about it, or things you hate about it, let me know! I wanted to update you on a new twist on a sort of old scam. It's not really old, but it's been around a little while. I actually wrote about this in my Monday email newsletter recently, so if you subscribe to that email, you'd already know about this, so you should sign up for that at my website. Anyway, you probably already know about the fake tech support scam. I've talked about it here, and probably all of us have either gotten one of those phone calls, or we know somebody who has. This is where you get a random phone call, and the person on the other end has a strong accent, but they say their name is Justin or Steve or some other American-sounding name, and they're calling from Microsoft, and they've detected problems with your computer that need to be fixed. Now, just for the record, even though you probably already know this, Microsoft is not going to call you. The person calling is not from Microsoft. He's a scammer who wants to steal your money. Anyway, the new twist to this is that the scammer remotes in and takes control of your webcam. And he claims that because your webcam is hacked, people all over the Internet are constantly watching you and seeing everything you do. And, of course, he can fix this for you. But the new thing is he doesn't need your credit card number all you have to do is hold up a blank check to the webcam. Now, this way he can see your checking account number and your bank's routing number. And as you probably can figure out, this means he could wipe out your checking account pretty quickly. So if someone calls up claiming to be from Microsoft, just hang up. And if you have parents or grandparents that use a computer, tell them to do the same thing. And finally, I just got this podcast review in on iTunes. It's from a listener who goes by Boilermaker, and Boilermaker writes, I love working efficiently on the computers, and little tips and tricks help a lot. I've been looking for computer tips for more than a decade on podcast and elsewhere on the internet. I have never come across such handy and useful tips as provided by Scott, I love this podcast, and it has really helped me in my everyday work. I know the importance of backup, but have not been so meticulous until Scott made me realize its importance and risk on not doing so. Thanks, Scott, for easy-to-understand and extremely useful tips. Many times, I only go jogging so that I could listen to some useful tips by Scott. So thanks very much for that, and I'm glad I can accompany you during your exercise. And you can leave a review as well. Just go to iTunes, find the Computer Tutor podcast, and leave a rating and a review. And if you shop at Amazon, and of course you shop at Amazon, because everyone does, use the link computertutorflorida.com forward slash support, and you'll be supporting this podcast with every purchase. And I read every email and I listen to every voicemail. So if you want to get in touch with me, you can email me at pctutor at gmail.com or call my podcast voicemail line at 727-386-9468. And you can always leave a message anytime, day or night. And that'll do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks again for listening and have a great week. God bless.